Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Wow. It is May 1st, and this is show 571, and I want to tell you something right now. In less than two months, we are going to be getting decision for the Bruin case, and I believe Thomas is going to be writing the majority opinion, and this will finally let us know if the Second Amendment, the right to carry a gun and protect yourself, is allowed outside your doorstep, which we all know it should be already allowed under the Bill of Rights. But you think the left gone crazy with Elon Musk buying Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) You got another thing coming, ladies and gentlemen. Wait till you see what's going to happen. Wait till you see what's going to happen when this decision comes out. So stay alert and aware and keep listening to Gunfire Radio and spread it far and wide because we're going to have major updates. Now, 1984, uh, Ministry of Truth, the Department of Homeland Security (laughs) is starting a Department of Disinformation. Elon Musk bought Twitter, and two days later, the U.S. government announces that it's going to have a Ministry of Truth. George Orwell. You know, and if you look at what the EU did just this past Saturday, they followed what Obama wants to do here, right? And... Uh, the EU passed the DSA. So I'm not sure whether, I don't know, if I were Elon Musk, I'd be looking for ways to get the hell out of that purchase, wouldn't you? I'm- yeah, but now now Congress, the Democrats want to bring him in and they want to question him on what his plans are with Twitter because he wants to, he says he's a free speech absolutionist. So they're concerned that they won't be able to control the narrative well, anymore. This has got to remember, Ant, and we've talked about this for a number of years now. This is the same, very same Congress that was just fine with passing Obama's edict for using propaganda, which is censorship, right? And we're using it in a form of censorship against the American people. And they did that when Obama was in office during the summertime, during a special session. This is the same people, both right and left, whatever, right, left, center, all these scumbags that are in, in, in Congress right now, same people who want censorship. You know, where, where are the people who said that they were against all this? They're, they're for they this. They want select censorship. Absolutely. So, you know, Jeff Bezos came out and said, you know, interesting question. Did the Chinese government just gain a bit of leverage over the town square because Tesla buys uh, their batteries from China? Meanwhile, this guy owns the Washington Post. <laughs> exactly. All right. And Billionaires the, pissing on each and other. And the left has had no problem with that. Uh, um, Lauren, Lauren pa- uh, Powell Jobs, Steve Jobs' wife, owns the Atlantic. Yep, yep. And she's as left as they get. She's another Soros person. She's completely uh, off the chart, that one. You know, I, I'd love to see Twitter go center right slightly or even center because right now it's 82 paces to the left. You know, I don't know if that's going to happen, but the media is calling for censorship. What does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen, 
The media is calling for censorship yeah. in this country. Yeah. All right. You think, you know, when you read about how Russia and China control the narrative, we're living it. Yep, exactly. We're, right. we're, we're living it. OK. Yep. And, you know, it's funny. The minute uh, Twitter said they're selling to Musk, some people got their accounts back. Not not big yet. But conservatives that are still on Twitter have seen a huge spike in followers because they must be lifting the shadow banning. Donald Trump Jr. got 87,000 followers in one day. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, and it's amazing how they've been suppressing. I mean, listen, I got knocked off. I got permanently banned or whatever. But it's amazing what they're what they control. This where's this woman? Epic. Here she is. Here she is. Um, her name is Sarah Gonzalez, and she tweeted everything that Twitter has suspended uh, um, conservatives for, and she got warnings. Okay, for it. You know, she got warnings for saying. Uh, uh, there are rapists and murderers at the southern border. Uh, the CDC is a danger to public health. Uh, <laughs> the greatest existential threat, threat to, the, to America is the Democratic Party. There are no birthing people. There are only mothers. Okay. <laughs> Joe Biden sniffs little girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, All of which are true, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden did not get 81 million votes. Uh, men don't have periods. Climate change is a hoax. <laughs> Teachers who teach children gender, gender identity should be arrested. Okay. Anthony Fauci is full of shit. <laughs> okay. Wait, uh, men cannot be women. Your mask doesn't work. Rachel Levine is a man. Boys have penis. Girls have a vagina. She tweeted all of this, and she got warnings from Twitter across the board. The Twitter lawyer that makes $17 million a year, this female, uh, she's the one that uh, squashed the New York Post story and banned Donald Trump and everything. Yeah. At a board meeting, she wept like a child when yeah. she found out the must deal went through. Yeah. Guess what? Wah, wah, wah. Join the club. Too bad. Listen, we're going to be seeing a lot of people working in Starbucks that used to work at Twitter. I, You know, and like I say, I, I, I'm not sure. Because if you take a look at Twitter right now, stop and think of what's going on with the DSA that the EU just passed. Twitter has about 100, they say. And it was actually, this whole deal revealed the fact that their earnings are shit. And they were lying about how many users. Yes. For 10 years. For 10 years. 10 years. Unbelievable. I mean, so so Musk doesn't have that, that kind of cash to buy. No, he um, borrowed like $30 billion. Right. So what happens if the if the uh, backers fall out? Then you and, and they say, just take a look at the numbers, too. If you've got let's just say it's real that they have 190 million followers worldwide, only 37 of 37 million of those in the U are in the U.S. And the EU passed the DSA, which says that if you don't censor even worse than you're doing right now, nobody in the EU is going to be able to get anything on Twitter. Right. So where's right. your revenue stream? Uh, you know, I mean, I don't. I don't he know. wants to make a subscription, and he wants a charge to get a blue check to be verified. Man. So we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, they're going to do everything in their power to squash him. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Danang Dick, uh, they want uh, Durbin they, and Dick Durbin. They all want him to uh, come in to testify on what his Denang plans are. Dick. For yeah. Nobody <laughs> cared that Jeff Bezos and the Murdochs and everybody else they own and Bloomberg. No, but that's okay because they talk the same narrative. 
Right. This is a big problem. Meanwhile, right. I'm on I'm on Truth Social, by the way, uh, at G U N F O R H I R E. So you can also find me there, and that seems to be spreading and growing as well. So don't disparage that, and don't put all your eggs in one Twitter basket. And the, the booster seat bitch, don't give him any of your money on Facebook. Facebook is dying, by the way. The only thing growing in Facebook is Facebook groups where people create groups like stamp collecting group or you yeah. know whatever yeah. uh, groups they can that they're allowed to uh, uh, collect, right? But, uh, you know, you want to uh, see it die. I want to see Zuckerberg die. He's not going to be rigging elections, the midterms, by the way, because it was exposed to five or six hundred million him and his wife used uh, to rig the election uh, in 2020, by the way. No money this time. He's not doing it. They'll find a friggin' way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, a group of armed robbers in New Jersey with guns and knives carjacked an 18-year-old new Milford driver in Teaneck, by the way, cutting him on the cheek before speeding off, right? <laughs> 18-year-old kid. Nothing right? to see here. Nope. Five bandits of varying races hopped out, two with silver handguns and other with knives, and forcibly removed him from his 2017 accurate MDX. One of the carjackers cut him with a knife on the left side of his face. The victim flagged down a passing motorist, and he was treated at Hackensack Hospital. Uh, we're seeing more and more of this brazen stuff, and, you know, it obviously it has nothing to do with the catch-and-release revolving door criminal justice system. No, you know, that would have no. nothing to, to do with it. It, you know, but, you know, another one in New Jersey dot com, they hate to admit this, but a brazen broad daylight car theft spike in New Jersey, Monmouth County, a little silver Rumson and Middleton are towns where thieves have been trying to steal mostly unlocked SUVs. Uh, we, we we talked about this. How many yeah, times? Have we do your freaking car and take the clicker with you. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, 30, Middletown, 31 cars were stolen in a town of 67,000 people. Holy shit. Nice town okay. too. Yeah. yeah of, well, that's where they're going to nice towns because nice towns have nice cars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, um, you know, they that's don't what, steal shit in the hood. <laughs> correct. Correct. You know, and meanwhile, Mr. Doucheface, by the way, uh, there's a meme going around. Elon Musk tweeted, he's buying New Jersey and he's going to fix Governor Murphy's teeth. <laughs> I don't know if he has enough money for that. You know, all this shit going around, and, and I walked <clears> yesterday <throat> to the Italian bakery. We got a good Italian bakery in the neighborhood, and uh, my new neighborhood, temporary neighborhood. And um, it, it, here's the sad part about all New Jersey and the mindset. Walked up to the bakery, I got a couple of, you know, hard rolls or whatever. And uh, I asked the woman for a, a plastic bag, and I made the nope. comment, "Well, I can still get one." And she was older, and um, she said, "Oh, yeah, well, they're available for another couple of days." And I just commented, "Geez, that's a pretty sad state of affairs." And she said to me, "Well, we'll get used to it. We're used to getting used to things." I said, "That's even more sad." Could you imagine? Yeah. That's our defeatist That's attitude. That's our defeatist attitude. Remember uh, Murphy says, you know, if taxes are your problem, it's probably not your state. Yeah. This is a liberal organization, okay? Monmouth University did a poll. A record 59% of New Jersey residents said that they want to leave their home state. <laughs> <laughs> 59%. I, I, I couldn't... I, I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't uh, uh, 
uh, associate with that. You know. Sixty. It's 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 fifty nine percent average. It's sixty nine percent of Republicans, forty seven percent of Democrats. Imagine even forty percent of the people who created this right, problem exactly. well, this want to leave. Problem. And then they want to go to another state and create and, and those same problems. Yes, exactly, right. exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. Yep. Um, you know, mo- most of it they say the tax burden. Okay. Yeah. Twenty six percent of residents over fifty five plan to leave, up eight points from last year. <laughs> All right. Right. Residents from the age of thirty five and fifty four are looking for greener pastures in droves. I'm telling you, it's, this is what they create, and they don't realize it. And then as the earners and the taxpayers move out, they don't have enough revenue to support the state. And, and where do they get the money from? They have to raise taxes again. It is such a vicious circle that it is, it is stupid that we yet, go through this. And our biggest concern is plastic freaking bags. Yeah, that's his big concern. And transgenders in the same uh, yeah, right. hospital. Yes. And, and now the courts are working on bail reform. It's too late. Didn't, okay? didn't another uh, uh, prisoner get raped from a transgender uh, a person? Well, it's just two women got pregnant. Yeah, I got that. In Rikers. Yeah. In Rikers. Here, a transgender inmate serving time in a woman's wing of a jail for assault raped a female prisoner. Mm. So... Surprise, surprise, this 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 wokeness, you know, I I don't understand how this works. Okay, you put a man who identifies as a female with females. Yep. Right. Now, wouldn't that man who identifies as a female be better served in the men's wing? Right. Sure. Absolutely. So obviously it's it's a farce. Yeah. So by saying I identify as a female, they put me with the women and then all of a sudden I start taking advantage of the women. And then if I get one pregnant, well, then guess what? Hmm. Nobody really cares, right? Nobody cares. No. And I'll I'll tell you what. So where Uh, are the women's rights groups right now? Where women are being forcibly raped in prison. They're not even safe in prison. Being forcibly raped in prison. Young girls who train their entire uh, youth to compete in sports uh, now, just because uh, uh, some uh, a boy identifies as being a girl, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, but uh, I hate to break the news, but biologically, boys <laughs> and men will always be stronger than women. You're, always. You're, you're, you're so ignorant. I know. We're going to get banned for that now. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Meanwhile, our federal government, what are they working on? So evidently, the FDA, you're familiar with the FDA, Sandy? No, but I've had a couple of... Uh, the, yeah. the FDA <laughs> has fixed everything in the country. Of course they And have. now be they're tackling, they're banning menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. Oh, that, there you go. Okay, because Even everything the old else rum is fixed. Soaked, uh, yeah, they're, gonna, they're all going to be gone. They're all, it's all going to be gone. It's, again, yeah, we're facing nuclear war, and this is the shit we're worried about. Okay. You know, and the director of the FDA, the day of reckoning for menthol has finally come. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, These people are just, you know, it's they live in a freaking bubble. So here's what they say. 81% of black smokers and 51% of Hispanic 
smokers use menthol compared to 30 percent of white smokers so isn't this discrimination <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> I, I don't i just don't understand the focus just ban tobacco if you, if, I, I mean what the, what, what the, does menthol have to do with it i don't know but it's the day of reckoning has come for menthol reckoning like who had a heart on for menthol i just don't get it That's so true i don't get i back in the day i smoked menthols okay i smoked cools for a little while and then i smoked newports then i smoked winchester uh, and then I went to Marlboro, and then I went to Merritt, and then I switched over to cigars, to be honest with you. That's kind of how – I think I smoked Parliament for a while, too. Obviously, we were we were slaves of advertising, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so whatever was cool. And then when Marlboro Man came out or whatever. But, but yeah, so Menthol's Day of Reckoning has come. I can sleep better now. So the <laughs> FDA has everything else fixed. Is this going to make people quit smoking? Okay, this is the same organization. We talked about this a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, who says to the pharmaceutical companies in the United States, you go ahead and conduct a test on your drugs and let us know if it's safe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Listen, I, I, just, I just don't get it. Ban no, banning just, menthol is... You know, and, and unfortunately... <sighs> And this is how the government tends to work. They keep you so they're, – they're so self-aggrandized and self-important. And they come up with these – they find new and creative ways. If you were to see some of the grants that are given using your tax money – Oh, what, um, Rand Paul. Rand Paul reads them off every year oh. uh, around Christmas time. He does a whole thing. Every day he releases all of the uh, wasted money, oh. you know, like uh, giving methamphetamines to roosters <laughs> to see what it is. $2.7 million <laughs> to Duluth University. It's like, what the – it's so ridiculous, and in good sixty to sixty to sixty five percent of the money that channels in through NIH and and uh, FDA, especially <laughs> NIH, doesn't stay in the country. It goes outside of the country, like to places like I don't know China, some uh, lab and something with a W. I can't remember what it was, but um, it I might be mistaken. You know, that. maybe instead of menthol cigarettes, like yeah. this just came out. <laughs> Uh, lockdowns uh, drove tens of thousands of kids in the United States into clinical depression. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, clinical depression. They're seeing this huge rise in mental health uh, help and services in the United States, the UK, and other countries right now where they're developing emotional and social development regress. Well, I, know, wa I wonder. We are. I gained to, twenty pounds during lockdown. Right, right, exactly. You and everybody else. And, and I wonder what, uh, how long it's going to be? Maybe twenty or thirty years before we finally, before someone, unless it's completely erased uh, from mm -hmm. history, that we go back and we and we look at the at what was done at the responses by the by the public health agencies throughout the world for the exception of let's call Denmark and Sweden who really got their shit together really did very well and so did Africa who's doing so much better and and look at what was what was happening and how many deaths were caused because of their response versus the deaths that were caused because of the pathogen 
well, we have a ministry of truth now oh, well, yeah, that so will disseminate be, this yeah. and let us know exactly yeah, the what truth, the truth yeah, the, is, they, comrade. They yeah, absolutely. And you see, you know, this is the first time in history where the government is doing marketing for drug companies. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, who's, who are the largest lobbyists? Oh, Everybody yeah. says the, the NRA, really. The, the NRA spends a couple of million dollars a year lobbying state and federal, right? Oh, no, and the, the money, pharmaceutical you companies, have no hundreds idea. of millions no of dollars that we know about. Much, oh, yeah. No idea. And it starts right in medical school. It starts, yes. it starts, the indoctrination starts in medical school with the free lunches and the free this and the free that and the free everything. It's unbelievable. There was a, an article, that, well, not to get too far off the subject, but. There's an article the other day in Medscape for you know for doctors that um, it says is the return of the free lunch uh, uh, you know uh, inevitable um, and <clears throat> literally I, I remember I have a friend who is a uh, uh, a cancer doctor and uh, it, well, he works for the hospital now but <clears throat> when he was in private practice every day I would drive by there would be a catering truck outside of his oh, office yeah. that they deliver all these catered lunches to the, mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. office for the patients who were getting chemo. No, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the staff. Yep. It was incredible. It, yeah, it was I incredible. I got stories too. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, let me tell you, I got stories you know, too, but, uh, uh anyway, uh, <laughs> so, you know, you know, you're done when this happens. Okay. This is, this is when you've reached peak lunacy because obviously it's the law abiding gun owners that is, uh, the problem but why are we talking about guns a firefighter <laughs> was 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 shot hit by a bullet at a new jersey at a trenton warehouse okay really? yeah somebody shot at the engine one ladder one on calhoun street in in trenton and the bullet grazed him and uh they think somebody just you know randomly just shot uh two bullets at the fireman to try Star- to kill started the fire and then tried to kill yeah. no no it was right at the firehouse there was no oh, fire was at the fire yeah we're just going to shoot the firemen because they're one of the few services left yeah, in yeah. our neighborhood in that are there to help us and protect us <laughs> so what we're going to do sure. is we're going to shoot at them <laughs> it makes perfect sense you know uh yeah you ever hear that term bite the hand that feeds you yeah right you know let's just bite the hand that could save my mother or my child right and then wonders a, why the ambulance didn't show up or, the, yeah. or your house is yeah. burning down yeah well we have areas that the postal service won't deliver to now yeah that's true so now yeah. we're going to have fire companies where they're going to just come in and check the foundation in the morning because they're going to be shot at this isn't the first time firefighters have been shot at no, by the way no, it's not, but yeah. you know when you have stuff like this going on and i didn't expect this from uh from uh georgia by the way but we have these soros prosecutors that don't prosecute anymore Mm -hmm. but we have a guy that shot a police officer six times he's a a known member of the young slime life street gang the young slime Slime life Life? yes Mm -hmm. and he's got a huge arrest record starting back from when he was yeah, 13 uh, years old. He was sentenced to five years in prison and probation. Wait, he only how, did two wait, how years. How old was he? Uh, no, he's he's 19 now. Oh, okay. He was at the time. Um, oh, when he I'm did sorry, the he's 22 now. He's just shot a cop six times, an Atlanta police uh, officer, and uh, a judge granted him bond. Yeah. Is seven the magic number? Like if you I, shoot a cop seven so. times, yeah, maybe, maybe. then... Yeah. Yeah, well, it depends on how many uh, what what the what the limit of the magazine is, I guess. You know. If yeah, you have- he was charged with attempted murder 
and he was released on a $65,000 bond. Prosecutors argued that the defendant is extremely dangerous gang member, but Judge Alexandra Manning, a magistrate judge who was temporarily allowed to help Superior Court judges catch up backlog of cases, said Eppinger... magistrate judge? Yes. Said Eppinger had already been in custody without incident, so I'm going to release him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Start judging the judges. So she okay. went from, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, but your property line is out of kilter to, yeah, because, uh, oh, let him go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, an idiot. And, the, and I find it weird that the prosecutor uh, came to the defense of the people, the taxpayers and the citizens, and tried to keep him in jail. Because normally, yeah. only in a bizarro world, yeah. do we elect or, or appoint prosecutors who don't prosecute. Right, exactly. Yeah. We appoint judges that don't judge we we vote politicians in that don't represent us right it's it's got to boil over sometime yeah right i know it's the the upside down world has got to change but who's going to change it we're we're the only ones are going to change the former prosecutor of maricopa county attorney general's office abraham hamed is running as a Republican candidate for Arizona Attorney General. He told Breitbart News Saturday that this past weekend that the left wants to reimagine our society by having George Soros-funded prosecutors refuse to prosecute. And he's, he's running on this. And since 2005, Soros has had this plan where he's been spending his money selectively because he knows if you have a, a, a pro-law prosecutor and one of his puppets those 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 races are usually very small so soros comes in with two or three million dollars and boom they buy the seat and you know everybody's getting buyer's remorse now in california san francisco oregon new jersey Mm -hmm. new york everywhere about it but they're in for three four five years there's recall efforts and everything but we have prosecutors that don't prosecute they're on the side of the criminals they become criminal advocates yeah and and meanwhile the the victims are victims like we say all the time twice right twice you know and here's something that uh I want everybody to, to, to share this far and wide with all the new gun owners since, since COVID hit. We've gotten, you know, tens of millions of new gun owners, right? What we're having is that there's a, a huge rise in uh, guns being stolen. People are leaving them in their cars, which in free states, they can do that. Uh, they're leaving them accessible in their homes where, 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 where their homes are broken into, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, it's obviously a crappy situation but it's your responsibility as a as a gun owner to make sure that stuff's locked up so all of you that you have friends or family that you know co-workers that bought new firearms talk to them about storage talk to them about yeah. getting a, some kind of z-line box or something it's in my book crime proof or whatever but you know stolen guns getting on the market and being used in a crime hurt all of us mm-hmm. And obviously it hurts people, too. You should not leave a gun accessible to an unauthorized person. But, you know, the media is starting to run with this. So the Wall Street Journal picked this up, and they wrote it from a kind of center, slight left slant. But you know what's going to happen now. The mainstream media is going to say, ah, all these new gun owners bought these guns, and they're being careless, and the guns are being used in crimes, so we need more gun laws. Yeah, right. We, exactly. Just like New Jersey, we need a gun storage law where your gun basically, uh, this is a joke, but your gun has to be disassembled and hidden in 12 different places in the house, and the, the bullets have to be stored off-site or something. If Murphy had his way, that's what this jackass would do, uh, without a doubt. Because, you know... Um, we see articles coming out like this, which I just lost. I, don't you hate when I lose stuff? 
Huh? Oh, increase. Here you go. Right here. So this is what they're going to play off of us. Experts slam the New York Times claim legal gun sales are to blame for rapid increase in violent crime. Okay, we knew this was going to happen. So the Times says that uh, starting 2020, there was a skyrocket in gun sales. Okay, people buying guns because of the pandemic, because of defund the police and rioting in the streets and everything. Well, mostly peaceful protests in the streets or whatever. Uh, So all these people are bought guns. So right away, the New York Times says, well, this big increase in crime now has nothing to do with the catch and release revolving criminal justice system. Mm. It has nothing to do with not prosecuting people. It has nothing to do with turning a blind eye to criminals. No, 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 no. It's because so many people bought guns, law-abiding citizens. How many law-abiding citizens go through the whole process to buy a gun to use in a gang shooting? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, let me see. Yeah. Carry right. the one. So uh, they're would saying be that, zero. Yeah. They're, so they're saying the increase in gun sales could be responsible for the increase in crime. This is the whole the yeah. whole nucleus of the New York Times article. That's what's and that's what's going to be the new narrative that they're going to try to kick off. Correct. Correct. So yeah. it's important we make sure our guns are are locked up. It's important that we make sure that they're not accessible to unauthorized persons. You don't leave them laying around or whatever because every time a gun like that is found and it's used by a criminal, it's our problem it always comes back to us if anybody needs out of new jersey anybody out of new jersey needs an example just look at our jackass governor and what he is constantly trying right. to do All and right? that's where the issue is you know because you talk about you're absolutely right uh, with, with the people in the free states they're so used to it's become like second nature you know i have a lot of friends who uh one in particular he's, he's an ex-cia spook and uh, we we were visiting a place that you know he couldn't carry a gun, and he takes his firearm out, and he and he opens up the glove box, and he throws it in, and he just you know just shuts. And this happened to be in Florida, and uh, just shuts the box. And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, wow, yep. if anybody broke into the car, and and since everybody knows that's what everybody does, and you know in places like South Carolina, even though you don't have a carry permit in South Carolina, you're allowed to carry a firearm, and you and you're gone. And you're as long as it's in the glove box. So everybody kind of knows that there's a high possibility that there's going to be a firearm in the glove box. But you can solve that with a simple little, you know, simple little safe box. Correct. Correct. Well, we got to take a little bit of a break. Speaking of safe box. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator. This year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, 
drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Fall and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. All right, some housekeeping. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be indisposed, but on May 11th in Pennsylvania, there's a Friends of the NRA dinner at the Best Western in Matamoros. Matamoros, and the oh. proceeds are going to benefit youth training programs. This is Pike County, by the way. Yes, it is. It's literally $60 a ticket, and you can go on the Friends of the NRA website if you want, uh, or you can go to mdjoeyjacob at yahoo.com. Just go on the Friends of the NRA website. Look for it. It's $60 a ticket. Listen, this is in Pennsylvania. And uh, they have tons of guns yeah, cool that they're going to be yeah. raffling off, as well as other great merchandise. Now, remember, the not like of we the had NRA- to do with the pictures of the guns. <laughs> Correct. There's not many friends of the NRA dinners in New Jersey because of all the lockdowns and stuff. So this is right over the border in Pike County. And uh, <clears throat> here's the deal: everybody says, "Oh, it's the NRA. You're down on the NRA or whatever." Friends of the NRA is a separate division. It raises money. Half of the money that's raised stays <clears throat> in the state that it was raised for. Safety programs, kids, et cetera, et cetera. The other half goes back to federal friends of the NRA, and it's used for like Eddie Eagle programs and, uh, you know, bulletproof vests for law enforcement officers, grants and stuff like that. So it, it's near and dear to my heart. Remember, Sandy, we ran some great friends of yeah. the NRA dinners back in the day. A lot of fun. And, yep. And I've attended many of them. And if I wasn't getting my knee done on May 9th, I would be at this dinner on May 11th. Uh, so unfortunately I'm not going to be there, but support those who support you. So please check it out and tell Mike Bodner, I, um, that he's the man and it's, uh, it's May 11th at 5 30 PM at the best Western and Matamoros. It's Pike County. You can go on the friends of the NRA website and check it out. And it's literally $60 a ticket. Tony Simon has been promoting this dinner as well because gun people are the best people. So housekeeping, Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention them, 20% off with your Gun for Hire ID or mention it at all. And you can order and pick it up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Uh, Decoding Firearms with John Petrolino is available on Amazon or at the Gun for Hire Pro Shop. Uh, John just did a mystery interview. I know who he interviewed. You're all going to be pretty excited when you find out. Keep it up, brother, the pen patriot. 
Support those who support you. Quarantine crawl. I've been referring. I just had a lawyer call me up while I was on vacation. Asked me because he had a client needed a doctor. I sent him to Dr. Uh, Optoff because he was up in Upper Bergen County. So right from the quarantine crawl. Remember, Crime Proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Available on CrimeProofBook.com, Amazon, Kindle, at the gun range. Uh, my doctor, Optimal Health Wellness nj.com dr joe sambatero i can't even begin to tell you how well i've been doing uh since the doc has been taking care of me with concierge medicine so reach out to dr joe sambatero at optimal health wellness nj lake island rifle and pistol club uh l-a-k-e-i-s dot org see my friend tony gallo uh my uh, Zen Float Center, Zen Float Center, 219 Park Ave, Scotch Plains, ZenFloatCenter.com. Tell Sharon Decker, Gun for Hire sent you. Our gun store. Oh, my God. The gun store at Gun for Hire is almost open, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. 2,200 square foot multi-line dealer. Yes, we will be a blue line dealer. We will have ammo. We will have deals. We are going to have a monster buyer's club. We just brought in a uh, manager, which is Bill Skillen. He will be running it, and Rich Serrano will be assistant manager for a while uh, until Bill uh, retires or goes part-time or gets pissed off at me. Uh, so far, we got <laughs> Henry, <take> long. <laughs> Henry, Henry well, Bill has been doing a great job. Henry Rifle just donated a rifle for our gun store. Wow. for our grand opening and i'm working on something with uh mike uh from um wow i can't think of his name anymore oh my god could you imagine this fim's firearm in oakland we got something going on with uh with fim's firearm already but on our grand grand opening we're gonna have a henry lever action model x series 4570 rifle that will be one of our door prizes and we're going to have a lot more prizes than that ladies and gentlemen so please keep yourself post it because this is going to be epic how is that good okay okay let me see what's going on here some letters okay uh george O. so the left is screaming foul when desantis takes away tax exemptions for disney a company who arguably has done nothing wrong or illegal ostensibly because he doesn't agree with disney's political stance yet government went all secretive shadow ban like with the firearms industry who did nothing wrong or illegally ostensibly because the sitting president didn't agree with the second amendment anyone remember operation choke point yes we live under operation <laughs> choke point I, George, I pay extra for processing fees, credit card fees, and banking fees. And because we're in the violence industry, we're not eligible for a lot of financial institutional uh, uh, things as well. So, yes, we know that well. Too bad. Disney, go woke and go broke. Netflix just laid off a ton of staff. They lost $500 million. Listen, they're all doing it. CNN Plus, $300 million. They were on for 28 days. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 28 days. They had 10,000 people watching CNN Plus. So I don't care. This one's great from Jules. Remember I talked about the crazy doctor? Yeah, yeah. On a plane that said, "Here's uh, this may sound crazy, but would you wear this mask? Jules wrote, Aunt, I was trying to multitest time. Okay, he goes, I know, you, I know how I would answer the poor soul trying to keep their immune-compromised mom safe. I would say, with all due respect, if you think keeping two masks between us will be the difference between life and death for your mom, by all means, feel free to use the mask you thoughtfully brought from me and double up on yourself. 
Yeah. I will gladly sacrifice my safety for the sake of your mother. <laughs> Jules, Jules, classic. If anybody classic. asks me to do it, I will tell them that. All of you. If somebody says, I know this sounds crazy, but would you wear the... Here, you double up. Yeah. Yeah, M Marty from Here's Marty's. Four v of them. Where those? You know, Marty from Marty's V Burger used to be a commercial pilot, and he yes, was like, he was, he was like, uh, commercial pilots have been randomly drug tested for decades. Not cops. Nope, cops do not get drug tested. They're usually covered right. by their union. At least New right. Jersey cops right. don't. Uh, Marty, it doesn't work that way. Me and my staff, we get random drug tested. Yep. Gun range, firearms, federal, but, you know, cops don't have to. And remember, our acting attorney general says cops can smoke weed when they're off duty, even though a few mayors and council members are not too happy about that right now. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty shitty situation. I feel bad for the first cop that's going to get tested with THC in his blood yep. and uh, a shooting or something is going to be uh, questioned. And that don't go away quick like alcohol does. No. 30 days, they say. Yep. So Glenn Linden sent me an email. He goes, so I had the pleasure, along with my wife and my mom, in seeing our son slash her grandson off. He was set to sail. Or went underway as they call it. We flew down to Florida and drove back on the way. We caught up with your podcast. By the way, thank your son for his service. We really appreciate it. He's in the Navy. He goes, my mom is now enraged and after hearing what's going on after listening. Uh-oh, we got mom riled up from our show. <laughs> he goes, I find this funny as hell because, and this is real, just before she went through the x-ray at, at Newark Airport Tuesday morning at 4 a.m., I noticed she had her hip pouch on. I stopped her and I said, shit. I got my box cutter in there. Well, in front of TSA, I did my best Jordan slam dunk of the cutter into the trash can. Later, I said, Mom, what the hell? She replied, well, you never know when you need one. And that was the start of my four-trip day with her. How was your week? I love your mom, Glenn. I can hang with her. <laughs> mom was, well, she needed protection. That's right. Listen, It's true. You never know when you need one. Yeah. Listen, Mike L., sent me this. I have received an email promoting a two-way group. The Trump family is involved. I signed up and as I feel I have an obligation to. Do you think members of the various New Jersey two-way groups should also? Mike, too soon to tell. It's called a two-way task force and it's Donald Trump Jr. I, I don't know. Do we need another two-way group? Do we need more infighting? Do we need more bullshit? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to wait and uh, see. I signed up to be on their email list but i'm not sending any money or anything i need to see what's going on you know is, is are we going to be working with each other or are we going to be working against each other if you want ammo land has a great article by david cadria questioning this uh not being negative but being objective yeah uh nick mangelini yeah, nick manginelli sent me an email um he says, uh, here's something I thought you would like to know. My mother-in-law told me that her sister, who lives in Sicily, just received a fine in the mail from the government for not getting her booster yeah, shot. Very, very common right now. Yep. You really? The Italian it's, it's government a, is out of control. Yep. Well, our government's not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, yeah, nobody's as bad as China right now with their zero COVID policy, <laughs> uh, which yeah. is insane. I'm trying to understand that, but... Uh -huh. there, there is no understanding. No. Uh, listen, the ATF came out with a new ruling about uh, lowers and parts and stuff, and I didn't have time to read it yet. So, and um, 
George O had sent me an email with a with an idea and everything. So I need some homework out there, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody can disseminate the ATF ruling, we will definitely cover it next week. I would like to fully cover it and and see what's going on. You know, meanwhile, in like uh, Free America, I don't know if you've ever heard of Free America, but a Florida sheriff defends a homeowner who shot at a burglar. And he says, we prefer you shoot at them, actually. It makes our job easier. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Santa Rosa <laughs> County Sheriff, if someone is breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually, Johnson said in a press conference following the break-in. I, I love him. <laughs> but isn't that the way it's supposed it's to be? exactly the way it was supposed to be. That's right. I, I mean, if you violate the sanctity of my home. You come in my house, that's right. All bets are off. Right. Hey, you want to hear how woke reverses itself? So unions are trying to make headway in Amazon and Starbucks, and they're fighting it tooth and nail. They're fighting it overtly, overtly, and covertly. The Democrats, who have been champions of organized labor forever, are helping Amazon and Starbucks to squash union organizations they're, what they're doing is outwardly like aoc is is out there saying you know we, they need to unionize their workers but behind the scenes they're not supporting it yeah. because these companies will not the billionaires will lose a couple billion dollars a year if they have to actually pay a prevailing wage a living wage with benefits you know these champions of employment like walmart and all of these other companies that pay you know bargain basement they make you only work 30 hours a week so you're not eligible for benefits etc 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 they're all hypocrites you know you want to talk about uh karma how many people how many loony lefties that bought teslas and now help fund must buy twitter or having buyer's remorse right now sandy <laughs> I mean, it's so ridiculous because, you know, all the all the super libs in my family were so, you know, and look, I love Elon Musk. Politics aside, I mean, the guy is an innovator and and that's really what we need. But but, you know, they were just and they only loved him because he was because he's a a a militant um, environmentalist. Yes. And, and I mean, he he's building spaceships to escape Earth. Yep. So, um, yeah, th- this is the only reason they bought Teslas, because they're that simplistic in their thinking. Did you know a, a SpaceX ship went up uh, in coordination with NASA and on it? This was this week, actually, of the four astronauts and on it. One was a female African-American. No, did you hear not, about that no, in the mainstream media? No, not at all. So Tesla's company, <clears throat> SpaceX, sent the first African-American astronaut into space. Have you heard about it? No, not at all. Everybody no. listen to this show. Google last SpaceX launch, African-American woman. Okay? Wow. How do you like that? Pretty you good. haven't heard about it, have you? No, I haven't. Why? Gee, you I, think the press? I think the plastic bags are more important than you, that. You think you think the press doesn't want you to know this? Her name is Jessica Watkins. She's one of four astronauts who were hurled into orbit on Wednesday, part of a mission called Crew Four. Okay, hmm. first African American woman. There was two women and two men on the on the on the ship okay the first black american was Gion blufford he went up in uh, 1983 by the way and more than a dozen african americans have gone up since then but she's the first african-american woman and not one major media outlet covered that 
And she was hired probably because she's a good uh, a good candidate for a good scientist, a good candidate for an, yeah, not uh, because an of her color, not because of her color or her sex, or gender. Yeah. Well, we don't. Well, gender doesn't count anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you can't. Sorry. Doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. Listen, I I I'm I'm shame I, me. I I view Musk as a double edged sword with a lot of stuff, but listen. He's being attacked by the left right now, so I like that while they're looking at him. Well, we said they were going to start eating their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's talk about some learning right now. This is a warning, and I know we're going to be doing a show soon, especially if uh, Sandy and I might take two shows next week because of my knee surgery, uh, unless it gets postponed till July. But I know you guys want to do like a survival show, but uh, the only person that sent me info for a survival show so far is John McConnell, who sent me about 50 links and yeah. information. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm ho- I'm holding it, but the CEO of Goya Foods, Bob Unani, uh, warns of a global food crisis. And uh, this is the guy they tried to cancel because he supported President Trump, by right, the way. Right. This guy says we are on the precipice of a go- global food crisis. And, uh, you know, he's talking about uh, food inflation prices, flowers up 15%. Uh, canned vegetables, 12%, rice, 9%, dried beans uh, and peas, 11.3%. And, and Goya caters a lot to the Hispanic market. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the fertilizer shortage and topsoil shortage and other minerals and stuff that basically come from the Ukraine, which and, we've touched on before. And did you hear this week, too, that um, CSX, who is basically was was bailed out by the uh, it's the only rail company in in uh, America now, really, that that uh, of trains, they, they're the ones that carry the majority of fertilizers and owned by Soros, that they are not uh, delivering fertilizers to farms they've cut back they've kind of like shadow banned the fertilizer delivery uh to farms so to exacerbate the problem and you 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 see where this is all going you need to have a this is exactly what happened people in um the weimar republic oh yeah this is exactly what happens when socialists and and let's let's call it what it is these people are tyrants these are the real fascists uh, and and every time a fascist gets in 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 power this is exactly what they do they control your health they control your food they make you completely dependent on them for money free money sound sound uh, uh familiar yeah yeah <clears throat> well here's here's what an indicator for me is with this uh, goya ceo and uh, and again this always can be taken a, a, the wrong way but you know you have a large hispanic community and these are staples rice and beans yeah right exactly right, right when yeah. i was a kid growing up it was peas and pasta yeah pretty much yeah. right and my mother used to make us butter sandwiches and yeah. tomato sandwiches but that's a, another thing but when he's talking like about this yeah and and so this stuff like flour beans rice canned vegetables not only is it the foundation for many lower income people but it's also the foundation for what everybody else eats in this country right you'd be hard-pressed not to have a meal that didn't have flour in it yeah or a dry bean or a pea or rice right right right. so this is scary uh when you have a guy like him casting a warning yet the media doesn't play on it because you know we just had a our gdp shrunk by 1.4 percent and Biden says that the economy is roaring, but we're too dumb to understand it. Yeah, exactly. It's roaring. He talks down to us, you know, jello head and oatmeal brains. Yeah. He talks down to us. But, you know, and the, and the media is, of course, all siding with him saying this is just an anomaly. It's acting kind of weird. We're not going to have stagflation. We're not heading towards a recession. Okay. 
We'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But of course, of, we're going to have stagflation. It's it's inevitable. We're in it already. We're in it. Yeah. They're lying to yeah, us every right. day. They're lying all you have to, to do us. is look at the things. You know, like we talked about last week, those things that you notice that you buy every single week that are going up, not going up eight or eight percent or or ten percent even. There are twenty and thirty percent increases in a very short periods of time, and that's only the beginning because there's another eleven percent in the supply chain that that uh, the increases are going out of control. Yep, yeah, we're 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 heading into it, and uh, you know we're going blind, and you know nothing to see here. Move along. The media is complicit as complicit as can be in protecting this administration but it's all going to backfire it's all going to backfire and by the way i've I watched a couple of press conferences this week biden he can't talk no he can't talk the media it's the elephant in the room uh, listen it's it it is definitely it is definitely elder abuse at this point yeah. and uh it's hurting our country and you know obviously our second choice is even worse because you know she oh. doesn't have a clue of what's going on she's completely yeah clueless so so let's talk about learning right now and talk about kind of uh, stupidity and uh, a sad situation a handyman hired to work in a family's home in Ocean County has been charged with exposing himself and sexually assaulting a girl who lives there. Carlos Morales Cortez, 27 of Jackson, was arrested Wednesday and charged with aggravated sexual assault of a victim under age 13 mm. and endangering the welfare of a child by engaging in sexual conduct. Jackson police were called April 11 to a home in the township by the child's parents who reported the sexual assault. He's accused of touching the girl and on a separate occasion exposing himself while molesting the girl. Morales Cortez was arrested after investigation involving local police and the Ocean County Prosecutor's Office Special Victims Unit. He was held in Ocean County Jail pending a court date. So as a parent, a guardian or whatever, it's your job to protect your children at all times. How do you have a handyman in your house working and your 13-year-old daughter is exposed to him? Where are the parents? Yeah. Right. Where are the parents? This is like, you know, Tracy and I are walking around. I'm like, look at these kids. The parents are walking in this like uh, retail area and the kids like maybe six or five years old are 30 paces ahead of the kid yeah. of the parents. Yeah. Just wandering. What yep. is wrong with you? All they need to do is dart out into the street, dart out between two parked cars yeah. and you're on your phone. Yep. Yeah, exactly right. You know, you see it all the time. So I see this and I read this and I'm like, this poor girl. And this is not this thir 13 or less year old girl's fault. It's their parents' fault. Yeah. Because they should have been watching. That kid shouldn't have been subjected to this pervert. How much time did he have to molest the kid? Why? Was he nice? He was a family friend. It's like Uncle Joe came over to help out. So if you leave him alone. Kids get molested by friends and family. They get arrested by people. They get molested by people that they have a rapport with. Because we teach our kids to keep away from strangers. It's right. in our book. But That's the right. people that have the in are the ones that they're comfortable and familiar with. Yep. Most kids are abused used by someone they know you see that this 10 year old girl that was killed in the midwest sandy by a 14 year old friend of the family no, she left know. her aunt's house and walked down the block to her parents house and a 14 year old kid took her and brought her into the woods bludgeoned her strangled her and then had sex with her and left the body in the woods oh my god so why was a 10 year old girl walking alone from one house to another i know it was a safe neighborhood or whatever but 
this kid, this kid did that. It's our job to protect them. If you, if you're going to make the obligation, if you're going to take the obligation and the commitment to have children, it's your job to protect them. And again, most of the time, predators have a in with the child all the time. Read my book, Crime Proof, please. But you do not, I do not trust. If your kid doesn't like a family member or a friend of the family, then you should not like them either because yeah. there's yeah. something wrong or something Absolutely going on. Right. And you need to teach the kids passwords. You know, you need to teach the kids, you know, safe words and, and parts of the body and, and what's right and what's wrong. No, what we're teaching kindergartners is that you could be any sex you want, gender fluidity and non-binary and these, I don't know, there's all this stuff I don't even understand. We should be teaching our kids how to protect themselves from predators. Yeah. In school, we're not, and then we should start teaching kids reading, writing, and arithmetic. Right, the three yeah, R's. Unfortunately, now many of the teachers are predators. Right, right. That libs of TikTok account. If you follow it or something, all she reposts all these videos of like crazy liberals and stuff. Yeah. They're all crazy. Yeah, they all have mental problems, and they're looking for validity through six-year-old kids. And they're and they're unfortunately in the school systems. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're in the school systems. Like they all have crazy eyes, multicolored hair, yeah. and that nose ring. What's it through the septum? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, through the septum? Right? Yeah, what the hell is up with that? I know. What do you hook? <laughs> you hang them on the wall with that, or what? What the hell is that for? I, I don't know. Maybe you you you, you is that tie them leash up. goes, or you tie them up to the fence post. <laughs> I guess so. Before you go out. <laughs> I know if I ever had a fight with somebody with that piercing, that's the oh, first, yeah. thing, first I'm thing I'm going, going for. for. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you kidding? Uh, I can't. I, I can't anymore. I can't. You know, uh, Chuck and Luann uh, Leonard are going to be starting uh, the instructor classes. I thought they were higher. getting nose piercings. No, I, I want to talk a little bit because we're right around the corner because we're, uh, we're in May now. And uh, 522, we're having a range safety officer class. 6-5, we're having basic instructor training. 6-12, we're having uh, pistol instructor training. 6-17, chief range safety officer. 6-25 and 26, rifle instructor class. 7-10, shotgun instructor class. And then back to basics, 7-23, we're doing another basic instructor class. 7-30, we're doing a pistol instructor. And 8-6, we're doing range safety officers. And I'll tell you what. Uh, you should sign up if you want. If you're teaching people already, if you're bringing people to the range and you're spreading the Second Amendment and firearm safety and you're listening to the show, there's nothing wrong with becoming a range officer or an instructor. It's nice to add to your repertoire. It's nice to have the validity. And you know what? Just like you're going to you're going to learn stuff. Uh, I, yep. I have so many experienced shooters that take our basic uh, pistol class because they want to like apply for their Florida non-resident and you know, 50 year old men and 45 year old women will come out and say, wow, I really learned a lot, mm -hmm. you know, because most people think ah, I shoot pretty good already. What am I going to learn here? And then they're right. like, wow, I really learn a lot. So these, these classes are, are really important, you know, and I have the best training team in, in the United States. Let me tell you, and, and especially with this particular course too, <clears throat> you couldn't hope for a better, I think I, I'd have to put them up with the top husband and wife teams for instructor training in the country because they're both really, really sharp. They're really good. Passionate. Um, passion, absolutely passionate oh and good instructors. Yep. Yeah, they're, they are a great team. You know, Chuck is a master training counselor. Uh, like me, Luann is an, an RA instructor. She's certified in everything. 
And, uh, you know, Chuck takes his time. Remember Nate? He don't holler at you. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Nate? Yeah. Uh, uh, he don't holler at you. <laughs> he don't holler at you. Uh, you know, and I, I assist too. And obviously my, my staff assist as well. And, uh, I, 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 and if you really want to get into it, you should reach out and take the classes. You, you'd love it. You know, we have our long-range classes, August 17th <clears> and 18th is the next one, which we hold out in <clears> Pennsylvania <throat> at Tommy Gunn. And uh, obviously, we have a ton of Utah, Florida, carry permit classes, CPR, stop the bleed, drawing from concealment. We also have our Atenzia pen and knife class. The next one is going to be on 529. Uh, CPR, first aid, and AED, I highly recommend, obviously, with hemorrhage control. And, you know, Sandy, we're setting our shoot house back up uh, with UTM, uh, with simulated fire. Oh, nice. We have yeah. all the equipment. Yeah, we talked to Tony at UTM, and my Tony, who is the best training director on the East Coast, by yeah, the way. He's really my, good. My, yeah, my Tony's working with that. He's built a, tr a tremendous team of uh, high-level instructors from basic private classes. You know, we do one-on-one -on -one classes. We do uh, private classes, group classes, uh, et cetera. So, and then Matt has been spearheading uh, all the uh, events and everything. Now we have four ranges. You know, we don't have members-only hours. We have members-only ranges that are open the entire 80 hours a week. And yeah. the, the gun store hours are going to be published soon. And what we're going to do with the gun store, everybody, is we're going to have a soft opening. And we're going to just continue to build up inventory. And we might, I this is, a, this is not a hard date. I was thinking 4th of July of having a, you know, grand, grand opening where there's going to be, where I, I think I'm going to talk to FIMS about, like, the grand prize winner will get to build their own AR with FIMS, cool. like a custom AR. And obviously this Henry Lever action will also be a prize, and there'll be a ton of other prizes, memberships, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, if we open, let's say we open by May 15th, that's not a firm date. If my staff is listening to the show, don't freak out. But that would give us May 15th, June 15th. That would give us like six weeks, so maybe 4th of July would be. What better day to open the grand opening of a gun store than yeah, Independence Day? Absolutely. Right? So, But we'll, we'll see. We're going to take it one, one step at a time. But my staff is doing a great job. You know, Matt, Rich, uh, Gary, Gabe, Cy. I know I forgot a lot of people. Phil. Phil's still there? I don't know. i got to check. Uh, Scott. Uh, <laughs> Bill Skillen. Henry. Um with the leagues and everything. Oh, by the way, uh, the 12th, if you were in the 22 league, the 12th, we're going to have a pizza party and an award ceremony if pizza you were party. with the oh, fun man, league. Maybe. Yes, June 12th. Pizza party. It's only for the people who attend it, okay? You're going to be getting your awards in the four categories. I think we're going to have a Ray Charles award, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so make sure you RSVP. You got an email for the 22 Fun League. RSVP if you're coming so we have enough food and we have all the awards set up. Thank you all for everything. I'll talk to you next week. And the clock on the wall says it all. It looks like you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, you really need to be getting it now, especially for the summertime and what's ahead of us. And we truly do love y'all, and as always, God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We'll see you again next week. Request permission to pee, sir. And there you have it. From sea 
多想。